You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you missed an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. I am talking today to the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana, and my guests are Margie Evans-Fort, who is the CEO, and Brandon Spice, who is a development specialist at the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana, and their website is kidneyindiana.org. First, welcome to you both. I appreciate your time in uh, all these tough times. Can you tell me a little bit about the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana? Thank you, Chris. This is Margie. Yes, um, the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana is actually celebrating 50 years of service to Indiana uh, this year in 2020. Um, we had our birthday celebration with our kids at Riley Hospital because we run a kidney camp. And so we had a birthday celebration, which Billy the Kidney, which is one of our mascots, came out and celebrated with the kids. So uh, we've been around about 50 years here in Indiana. Excellent. So, Brandon, I know that this is a personal organization for you, is it not? Absolutely. I have been around uh, the National Kidney Foundation in Indiana for several, several years, um, as I am a two-time kidney transplant recipient myself. Wow. So, tell us a little bit about that process. When what what did you find out, and and what do you go through to get to get a kidney replacement? Right. Absolutely. Um, just going to give a little quick note version of my story. Um, I was diagnosed when I was eight years old uh, with a disease that's called bilateral renal dysplasia. And in English, that basically just means that uh, my kidneys were too small and deformed, so eventually I would outgrow them and need a transplant. Um, so that, that was when I was eight. And they said by the time I was 10, that I would need that transplant. Um, I got lucky where my kidneys lasted until I was 14. So I just imagine there were several doctor's appointments in that time frame of between being here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, going down to, to Riley's Hospital, down in Indy, and just all, up and down on 69 all the time just to see different doctors and specialists. Um, I had my first transplant at 14. I got that one from, from, from my dad. had that for 10 great years. Unfortunately, I went to rejection and lost the kidney. And then I started dialysis for two years. And then in 2012, I got my second kidney transplant from a uh, from a uh, from, from 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 a donor family, and uh, here I am today. I've been now on board with the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana for about two three years now, and then I've been around the organization for first since I was fourteen, and I'm thirty three now, so for quite for, for quite a while. Well, we are uh, glad for your health and continued health. And Margie, does the Kidney Foundation, are you an educational organization? Are you the ones that help organize the, the donor list? Tell us a little bit more about some of the services. Yes, uh, the Kidney Foundation, what we are trying to do is prevent kidney disease, and we're trying to educate and make the lives better of people who've been impacted by the disease. So we, we've kind of got a three-prong approach. We do uh, general education to the community, and then we do services to the patients, and then we work with doctors and nurses and trying to 
make sure they stay up on all the latest issues of, uh, of the kidney. So primarily where you'll see us go across Indiana is we have a preven- prevention program, which we call the Indiana Kidney Check. And so we test blood, we test urine. Um, we're looking for diabetes and hypertension primarily. Because what happens with people a lot of times is they have diabetes and uh, they have high blood pressure and those diseases are so slow in doing the damage that they do that they don't really realize that they're feeling bad until they start feeling really tired or they start getting puffiness because they're retaining too much water in the system. Um, and, and by the end, unfortunately, a lot of people, when they recognize they have kidney disease, they're going on dialysis or needing a transplant. So what we're trying to do is educate people earlier. We're trying to catch it earlier and trying to get them to pay attention to that diabetes and pay attention to that high blood pressure and make sure they take their medicines because a lot of times people will avoid it or they won't change their eating or they they won't do the things they need to do to stop the damage because a lot of times it's preventable or uh, that you can stop that damage that's happening to the kidney. so that's where we're trying to educate the public mostly about, especially when diabetes and hypertension runs in your family, to to try to manage it and um, and do better so your kidneys don't fail. Um, so that's where we've been spending a lot of our time in prevention and education, health fairs and that sort of thing. Um, you'll see us a lot doing fundraisers a lot of times too, but what we're always trying to educate is those fundraisers at the same time. So we have programs then, like I was saying, we have for our children, we have a kidney camp because our kids, they are, they spend a lot of time dialyzing and they're away from other children. And then because of um, their issues, they're not able to handle camp the way a normal child, I guess we had normal, if you want to put it that way. Um, But we have a camp for them so that they can go and do horseback riding and zip lining and all that. And they do that once a year. And unfortunately, with what's going on this year, we're not going to be able to have our camp. It usually occurs at the end of May. But um, on most years, on all years for the last 15 years, we've had a camp for our children. Um, So we, we provide programs for people who've been impacted. We provide advocacy so that we're um, at the state legislator or at the federal legislator doing what we need to do to make sure kidney patients are taken care of. And it's a it's become a big deal this year. Uh, President Trump has put a focus on kidney disease. And um, so we are working a lot with Health and Human Services on that issue. Um, so we just try to make the lives better of people who are impacted and provide the services that we can. We have scholarship programs, um, you know, just whatever we can do to help our kidney patients and transplant recipients, because we also focus on transplants um, and of all organs. We try to promote that um, among people that is safe and that, it, you know, it can happen and you can help save a life with organ donation. So we, we've got a lot of things going on, Chris. Yeah, that, well, it's it's an important need. Um, Brandon, is there, 
Is this just one of those secret underlying conditions or are there symptoms that people might need to be aware of? You know, where do they set up if they want to get screened for hypertension or diabetes and have have some of these things checked? How do they do that? Where do they go? Absolutely. Unfortunately, with kidney disease, there's really no big warning signs until it's, you know, so far advanced that it's at point of, of no return. Um, so we, so what, one of the things that we do offer at the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana is our free kidney health screening. Um, we'll go through different parts of the state, and we'll set up full screenings um, where they can have their blood pressure checked, their height, weight. Uh, we'll do a, a urinalysis so we can see what, what the kidney function is doing, and also give them a chance to speak with a clinician uh, to go over the results. The age, should they start thinking about ways to, to, to lessen their chances? To, would a diet change help? Would getting on a, on a medication help? What's the best way that we can help the, the person at risk from developing that deeper sense of kidney disease? Um, a lot of times, you know, it, it is a very simple fix, um, or maybe not simple fix isn't, isn't the right word, but it's something that, that's very, uh, very manageable. So, so, the, so just because you have kidney disease or you get told that you have kidney disease or you're at risk for it, it doesn't have to be a super scary thing. There are so many different ways to help lessen the chances of kidney disease. Like I said, with exercising, proper diet, um, drinking plenty of water, and just taking good overall health of yourself. So let's talk about ways to support your efforts. Obviously, you know, Brandon is a living testament to your important work. Um, what are some ways that people can get involved? I know you've just launched the Kidney Cars program. Can you tell us about that, Margie? Yes. Our Kidney Cars is where people can donate their car to us. And, the, and this is a perfect time if you're doing spring cleaning and you got that old car sitting in the driveway or something you want to get rid of you can um, donate it to the National Kidney Foundation. Um, and those funds will go to our programs and services that we um, provide to the community. So, and, and it doesn't have to be just an older car either. You can give us the newer cars if you're ready to get rid of them, make a donation rather than sell it. That's a, a possibility also. So yes, we've been um, wanting to get the word out about the kidney cars program. All they have to do is uh, call our office at 1-800-382-9971, and we could um, take the information about getting the car donated. Excellent. Well, it, it, what are some other ways? I, I know that uh, as we were exchanging emails, I saw something about uh, supporting you through Kroger. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, people can sign up for that to uh, donate with Kroger. And um, the Kroger has a program in which you're, they can pick a charity. And we're one of the charities that, uh, that they can pick. If they want to, um, to do that, they can register at Kroger.com. And if you uh, choose NKF, our number is PX381 and choose us as your charity and um and we will get a percentage of whatever you purchase from kroger we get some funds back and that also goes to help with our scholarship programs and screening programs and so forth well excellent we, we and, 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 and then we also have our kidney walk as well okay um, which this year you know we, we did have perhaps uh, postpone a little bit um but it will happen this year from the august 29th and that is going to be at 
the uh, State Museum lawn down at White River State Park. Um, that's a great way for the entire kidney, kidney community to come together and raise awareness, both about kidney disease, but also about what the patients are going through. Um, you know, I can say personally that a lot of times as a patient yourself, you know, it, it can be isolating because there are no warning signs that you don't realize, hey, there's so many people that have kidney disease. But one in three Americans are, are at risk of developing kidney disease because of high blood pressure and diabetes. So it, it's a great way to meet other patients who are going through the same thing and share your stories. Um, personally, yeah, I've, I attended the walk as a patient several, several years. Yeah, so, so, you get, so you get to know the other walk teams and get to know other patients. So then when, when you do get that news that you've had that transplant, that, that next year's walk, it really becomes a, a celebration. Because the kidney community, is, it's, it's a tight-knit, it's, it's a family, basically. Uh, of just anything you can think of, of as far as resources, that that family there is, is to support you and with the National Kidney Foundation and being that base of so many different great opportunities and, and programs to help improve life for patients with kidney disease. And again, that's uh, August 29th this year down at the uh, White River State Park and get more information on that at www.kidneywalk.org. Well, that is great. And you can go to, again, that's kidneyindiana.org. You'll find that in the show notes on the podcast feed. My guests have been Margie Evans-Fort, the CEO of the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana, and Brandon Spice, a development specialist at the organization. Thank you so much for joining me, both of you. Thank you. We appreciate you having us. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I am your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please contact Gabby at 317-475-7407 or via the contact page on our website. Thanks for listening, and we will be back again next weekend with Now Hear This. Check out the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota Davis, and a rotating cast of guest hosts join you every week from our beautiful Henry County, Indiana studio. We talk national, statewide, and local politics, sports, pop culture, and everything we find interesting. Guests from state senators, economists, authors, comedians, and your local fools. Catch us live on Facebook or in your iTunes feed.